The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to discuss the value of video creation. Joining us is Daniel Glickman, who is the CMO of Wave.Video, which is an innovative video marketing solution for creators and small businesses, allowing entrepreneurs to easily create and repurpose video content without needing huge budgets for cameras and production crews. And today, Daniel and I are going to talk about generating sales through video marketing. Okay, here's my conversation with Daniel Glickman, CMO of Wave.Video. Daniel, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks, Benjamin. Nice to be here. Excited to have you on the show. Excited to talk a little bit about videos. And I have to say, I'm a podcast host. I'm a spoken word, not a writer and not a video creator. And I'm a little biased. I think that talking into the microphone is easier, cheaper, and faster to produce content. But the world seems to think that video is the medium of the moment. I've always thought that video was hard to create. It's expensive. Talk to me a little bit about creating videos so they're affordable, but also effective. So as in audio, there are different kinds of video and they come with different production costs. Everything from a live video, which you can do say in a story, which is very cheap, it's free, all the way to a high production acting cast and scenery and camera crew, which can cost you $200,000. And there's everything in between. So if your goal is to get on video, and get a personal connection with your audience, you can do it for the equivalent of time and money, right? Of about 50 to $100 per video. And for your social media, maybe $1,000 for your ads, and maybe five or $10,000 for your homepage, which would be a more invested video. So is it more difficult and expensive than audio? Well, it all depends. So walk me through, you said that there's kind of a range of different types of video. I think of everything from... I'm going to pull my smartphone out and I'm just going to press record all the way to a one minute Super Bowl video that can cost multiple millions of dollars to produce. There is a huge range. When you're thinking about the cost and efficiency trade off, how do you figure out what the right video for you is, whether you should be going guerrilla viral shoot, whether you should be doing the production in-house, an agency or a camera crew? So I look at it as what is the shelf life of this video? How many people are going to view it? And what is the context of that viewing? 
So if it's going to be a video that you put on social media and maybe in the feed it has a 24-hour shelf life or maybe less, is it worth more than 50, 100 bucks? Probably not. For most of us marketers, you want to just keep moving, right? Just churn out the videos and keep moving. The content is what matters, not the quality. As you move up a webinar where it's prospects in front of you, the quality of those prospects are now higher, the value of them is higher, right? You might repurpose that webinar. So you want to invest a bit more, prepare, have a better storyline, right? Have your product promotion in there properly done. But does it require cameras and lighting and all that kind of stuff? Not much. So the cost is in the content creation, not in the quality. And as you move up the ladder here, if you're moving into Facebook ads, you can A-B test different ads, figure out, hey, you know, this ad is doing pretty well, but the brand people are saying it's not right on brand. So now we'll redo it and make it proper and put in $5,000 into it instead of the $300 they put into the A-B test, right? So you can sort of move up. And the key with video is stay agile, keep moving, don't overthink it, keep improving over time and keep testing. So as you pick out the ones that work, you pick out the ones that get engagement, you improve on them and you build them up just the same way as a show in Hollywood, right? In the networks, it moved up there from a pilot and a local station through the networks, eventually it got all the way up there with big investment, but it started out small. Same thing with your videos, you start out small. So the title of this episode is Generating Sales Through Videos, and you've already mentioned a few channels where people can test video. You know, if you're putting something on Facebook and you're using it as a lead generation magnet, you're looking for something with thumb-stopping power, trying to get somebody to your homepage, maybe you have your explainer video. Walk me through some of the other places in the funnel where marketers should consider moving towards video away from other types of media. Right. So top of the funnel, obviously, we can start with social ads, SEO snippets as well. So if you add a video and basically embed it on your web page, on your blog post, it'll rank as a video in it on Google. So users who search or people who search on Google for your keyword, they will see the video show up in the third result and they can click on the video. It takes them to your page or to your blog post, not to the video itself. So that's another place where video can generate more traffic towards sales, right, in the funnel. As you move down the funnel, you're looking at, say, Facebook groups. This is a pretty popular place nowadays to do video. Facebook groups are all around. They're very video-centric. They're oftentimes educational videos, live shows, challenges are hot these days, how-to videos. If you're more in the B2B space, oftentimes it might be a webinar instead of a Facebook group. That means product-related videos and so on. As you're bringing them into your website, you're talking about testimonial videos, sales videos, like why should you buy now? It could be a talking head of somebody explaining something. It could be some kind of promo with just moving text on video and background video saying, here's you know hot deal, buy it today. It could also just showcase the product. So as you're moving in down the funnel, you're getting more and more specific about the sale and the product. I noticed that one of the things that's missing from your description of places to use video is you're not talking about television ads. When do the Super Bowl commercials come in? Obviously, that is for a different class of business, not the entrepreneurship class. But when should you actually start thinking about really the awareness generating videos that's television advertising? How does that play into the landscape? 
Television is good for either the very large brands or local businesses. And we all can think of the local car dealer who does the crazy ad has gone mad and his prices are low or whatever. Deal's so good, you'd be crazy not to buy it. Exactly. <laughs> we could the whole show just coming up with these lines of making fun of crazy ad. But those are effective. They can still work. I've heard many examples of local businesses that use television. There are other places where video might surprise you. You don't think of it. But airplanes, for example, once we get back to flying, of course, if you're a tourist destination, that is a fantastic place to put a video showcasing your restaurant or your attraction. And those people are flying in might see it and remember it. So there are many different places for brand awareness. Of course, YouTube is the king of brand awareness these days if you're good at promoting a YouTube channel. So let's double click into YouTube. And I'm glad that you brought that up because it's replacing a lot of the traditional television advertising mindshare. I saw a stat the other day that you know, basically YouTube has benefited the most from the coronavirus outbreak because people aren't watching more television. They're just consuming more content and they're going to YouTube to do that. When you think about YouTube, there's sort of two different ways to think about it as a sales generating platform. There's the advertising component, and then there's the content component where you're actually producing mostly educational videos seems to be the trend on that platform. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. Walk me through what you've seen be effective with YouTube. Is it advertising or content creation? Content creation, absolutely. Advertising and YouTube is very tricky. And what people often make the mistake of when they place video ads on YouTube is they forget the five-second rule. In YouTube, people can skip the ad after five seconds, right? And so you've got five seconds to really, really captivate them. That is extremely challenging. And most of us don't do it well. So what on earth could you promise somebody in five seconds that if you watch this video, keep watching it, it'll be worthwhile? It's extremely challenging, right? So that's why YouTube ads are very difficult. The YouTube content, on the other hand, can be highly influential. 
So what we call native ads, it's in the video, it's in the content itself. This oftentimes comes in the form of how to. People love YouTube, especially consumers, love YouTube to figure out how to do something. How do I cook an Indian curry? How do I fix my broken toilet? How do I do this? How do I do that, right? There's also entertainment and all kinds of other things. I think it goes the Indian curry and then the broken toilet, but yeah. anyway, go on. <laughs> Interesting that that was the order there. But we go there to find out answers to questions. It could be news, it could be anything, but answers to questions. And so what a better place to place your product in the answer to a question. You can do it in your own channel when you're answering certain questions, or you can do it by paying influencers to answer the audience's questions with your product and just mentioning it in there. Now, let's go back to the production piece. I, I understand all the different places where video can be useful. It's another touch point. It's not just text-based. You can provide answers to your customers. You can use it as an advertising medium. I'm going to double back to the content production cost. There are other ways to produce content that does similar things in the same part of the funnel. What are the ways to mitigate the cost? And why is it worth putting in the effort to move beyond just text, audio, and imagery into video? First of all, we know that video works better on social media, right? It just gets more reach, more engagement. I mean, about 300% more. Everything's moving to video. So the question is, how do I replace my text and my images with video? And that's pretty easy to do when you think of it that way. You simply do the same practices you had before with text and with images, and you put them in video. So if you have your feature image for your blog post, you put that in software like wave.video, take the title of the blog post, put it on top of that image, throw a bit of animation in the image, and within less than a minute, you've got your video. So it's essentially the same workflow as you had before when you created the image, but now your output is an MP4 file, it's a video. So at the bare minimum, you can do that. You can go a step further and take perhaps the H2s from your blog post and put them into separate scenes in that video with separate background videos for your scene. Again, you can find stock footage in Wave.video for free, and you can create a storyline about your entire blog post, kind of a teaser, if you will, for a video. That's like a level up. Third level is you can do some filming. With a simple camera, if you get a DSLR, it's even better. You can film yourself, but you don't even have to film. You can take content you already have. Take a webinar recording, take a live video recording, bring it into Wave.video or whatever you use and add some caption to it, clean it up, add an intro and outro, and there you go. You've got a nice video you can reuse. You can even take a snippet of it, like a short part, and take just the highlights and reuse that. So I've got a power tip on that if you were interested in hearing it. Don't hold out on us. Okay. <laughs> so which part of the video, say we have a long video recording, say this audio recording was actually video. Mm -hmm. It's a long video too long for people to watch unless they're highly interested. But within this video, there's some tidbits. So how do you find them? Well, if it was live on Facebook or YouTube, you can see the analytics of that video. Look at that chart where it looks like a wave pattern and look for where that wave goes up. And where that wave goes up is where people have stopped, moved back into the video and wanted to watch it again. So oftentimes people skim through the video and then kind of go backwards. So you'll see this wave pattern, go to your spikes, take those parts of the video, clip them, and just use that section as a teaser. Those are the tidbits. Those are the wonderful pieces that people want to see. That's really smart. What we've been doing to mine the audio content from the MarTech podcast is looking at the transcriptions. Whenever anybody says a number, that generally ends up being, here's where we're presenting the data. 
And then, the, you know, the rest of the context is here's how we're describing what that data means. But people want to hear the numbers. And that's what we've been taking for some of our marketing content. That's a wonderful way of doing it. And transcriptions work really well. You can also use transcriptions of your videos. So we have an automatic transcription service available on our platform. You can take the transcription, use it in two ways. You can add it as subtitles, which are great when people are watching with audio off, or if your accent like my own is kind of in the way. You could also use it as material for your blog post. So when you're taking that video, embed it in your blog, take the transcription, throw it right there, and you've got some more SEO power. So all of these are ways to reuse that video and gain more umph out of it. And then the production cost per minute produced actually is dramatically lower than you could have thought. Yeah, I think that's another pro tip that your video content can be repurposed. And it's not just repurposed from long format video to short format video. It can be video to audio, video to text as well. So Daniel, I appreciate you telling us all the tips for how to generate sales through video. We're going to bring you back tomorrow and double click and focus more on improving video marketing effectiveness for B2B. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Daniel Glickman, CMO of Wave.Video for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we're going to publish tomorrow, Daniel and I are going to talk about improving B2B video effectiveness. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Daniel, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is CMO Confessor, C-M-O-C-O-N-F-E-S-S-O-R. Or you can visit his company's website, which is wave.video. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests, or you could subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap. B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.